Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Archway AMA, hosted by Lil Gaines with Cosmos Spaces. Rewarding architects of Web3. Let's take a listen. Hello, everybody. All right, what do we got that is joining us from Archway? Hey, Matt. Valeria, I see you. Hey, um, Valeria, if you don't mind, send me a quick DM on Telegram to let me know who will be uh, joining us as speakers today. Hey, Michael. How are you? Gaines, what's happening? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. Hey, Michael, who who's going to join us today as a speaker? Just, just you or? Eric, the, uh, the gentleman there with the adorable baby in his. Uh, oh, okay. Day. Awesome. Awesome. I like babies. I like children. I got a daughter. Got a son. How about you, Michael? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Much less busier than you guys. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yo, yo. What's going on, Eric? How are you? Doing all right, brother. Long time to talk. Good to see you, man. Uh, yeah. How's Eduardo doing? Where's Eduardo at? Is he in here yet? He's a good gentleman. Met him at uh, Cosmoverse in Columbia, and also Matt. Give me a few minutes, guys. We'll get this one rolling. By the way, is my audio okay, guys? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, you're sounding good. You too, you too, Michael. So, who all went to Cosmoverse from the uh, Arcway team? Because, gosh, there was like. <laughs> There was like 30 people there, man, wearing orange shirts with the Archway logo. Like, I didn't know if they, if they were people that were just, you know, rocking the shirt or if they were actually part of the team, dude. Like, for real. It was probably a bit of a mix, but we were, we were rolling deep. We, we wound up doing our, uh, our team retreat just after Cosmo Burst. So we, we bought the whole crew down. Ah, uh, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> Did you get your orange shirt? Or do we owe you one? Not yet. Not yet. No. You guys stole me a shirt. We got some leftovers. Don't worry. We got you covered. Awesome. We'll start here in just a few seconds. I'm just finding a few tweets from you guys so I can pin them to the top. This is the one. There. Okay. Cool. All right, guys. Room is slowly filling up. So we can just get started now. I'm Little Gaines. I will be hosting this space for Archway. I'm uh, one of the co-founders of Cosmos Spaces. Cosmos Spaces is a group of people that um, got together to educate the Cosmos community by hosting Twitter spaces, just like this one, where we host AMAs. Um, this space, please, uh, you know, kind of towards the end, like maybe about 35, 40 minutes into it, uh, I'll I'll start accepting people to um, come up to the stage to ask any questions that you guys have. Um, Arch, Archway team, how much time do you guys got? The like about an hour? Is that okay? Yeah, an hour's good. Awesome. Sounds good to me. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, Michael, you want to give us an intro to who you are, what you do with, at Archway, and then we'll go with Eric. And the, we we don't have any more people joining us, right? And this is it. Yeah, I think you're just stuck with the two of us for now. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so I'll kick off uh, quickly. So I, I am Mike. Uh, thanks for having us, Lil Gaines. Much, much appreciated. Uh, I am a contributor to Archway. I'm part of PhiLabs, one of the dev codes that's contributing to the Archway protocol. Uh, been in the space for a few years now. I started out 
in the Ethereum ecosystem, building some of the early L2s and dApps way back in the day. Uh, over that time, had been dabbling in and around interoperability and building some some multi-chain dApps. So I've been been following and interacting with Cosmos for for years now. Uh, I wound up joining Tendermint, the team, last year to help incubate Archway. Um, and that was really all around this idea of like, how do we help bring more builders into Cosmos? Uh, and that is what we're precisely focused on with Archway, which we'll get into. Um, we've, we've come a long way since we were initially incubated there at, at Tendermint, but the goal remains the same. We are still, uh, still full steam ahead, working towards bringing more and more builders into the interchain. Thanks, Michael. And I'm Eric. I am the tokenomics lead at PhiLabs. I um, academically studied economic philosophy for a long time, got into casinos, uh, dealing cards, then found a bunch of issues with game theory, got into game auditing and game creation, uh, got banned everywhere for card counting, got into DeFi, uh, where there's a whole bunch of really cool economic possibilities and not a lot of people that really understand the philosophy that goes into designing economies. And so I've found a nice niche from consulting tokenomics to developing Astro Vault and AMM being built on Archway to meeting the Archway team in Cosmoverse and being brought on as the token economics lead by Phylabs. A card counter, Eric? Wow. <laughs> it's a lot easier than people think. If you're going to Vegas, Eric's not a bad buddy to bring along. Yeah, dude, for real. Like, dude, I'm going to have to call you, man, next time I go to Vegas. I've been there a few times, dude. And I think one of my favorite games is uh, Craps. <clears throat> Doesn't involve card counting, but man, that game is fun. If you're not if you're not advantage playing, Craps is the best game to play. It's a fantastic game. But I'm, <laughs> I'm a three and a half hour drive from Vegas. Just give me a heads up. I'm on my way. Oh, shoot, man. That's that's nice. Well, hey, guys, thank you for those intros. Um, just going to start off with the the biggest question that I got for y'all. So, like, what is the primary goal of Archway, and how does it fit into the broader Cosmos ecosystem? Yeah, so I, I can kick off. Um, Archway, so for a little quick context, Archway is a new L1 for Cosmos. It's it's a Cosmosm chain. Um, but what's what's really important around Archway and the protocol design is that it is architected specifically to reward builders. So developer incentives are baked directly into the chain, into the protocol itself. Um, and so the basic idea is as, as a builder, as, as a DAP creator, you come to Archway, you deploy your DAP. If it's successful, if it's generating usage on the network, then it will capture a proportional share of network rewards. Kind of similar to how validators get paid, a DAP would capture a portion of the inflation and the transaction fees. Um, so just just some initial context. Um, you know, and when we kind of see Archway being positioned within the cosmos as kind of a launch pad, a starting point or an on-ramp for developers to just quickly and easily get started and deploy into the ecosystem. As I'd mentioned in the intro, right, like the, the, the mandate and kind of like what, what Archway was conceived around was how do we bring more builders into Cosmos? How do we bring in more developers, get them building better products that are bringing more users and more assets into the interchain? And so the way we approached that was like, what are the technical barriers that we can load? lower to, to, to simplify building in Cosmos? What are the tools that we can, we can create and, and sort of like options that we can unlock that allow it us to kind of simplify the development workflows and allow people to plug directly into the IBC ecosystem. And how do we, how do we give them the means to actually bootstrap and sustain their projects? Um, and for us, we're doing that through this unique economic design that I'd mentioned. Um, and I would say at the same time, we're also, we kind of have this like higher goal of trying to push the space forward towards completely new and novel incentive designs. We're really trying to innovate around more sound and sustainable economic models and get, you know, help, help push the space past these days of Ponzi-nomic bubbles, which we're probably all plenty burnt out on at this point. Um, 
but yeah, that's, that's kind of where we fit in into Cosmos and um, some of the, the guiding forces and where we're heading. Thanks, Michael. Eric, would you like to add to that? Pretty good. Uh, yeah, so obviously my background's in economics. Mike, you um, spoke on that fantastically, and it's really that vision that drew us into um, the Cosmos, or sorry, into Archway uh, ecosystem. Cosmos in general has the best tech, but I've partly found it nice this year because it's had some of the worst economics, uh, bluntly. And um, this idea of if the FAT protocol thesis has bearing, which is the idea that as applications build out on layer ones, the value is held by the protocols, by the layer ones. Uniswap brings more value to Ethereum than Ethereum does the Uniswap type thing. Whereas in Web 2, uh, it's the opposite, where like HTTP doesn't capture the value that it creates and gives Facebook. Facebook's the one that captures the value, even though it's reliant on the underlying protocol to succeed. So it's um, kind of a weird dilemma. And from a game theory perspective, it's going to lead to a race to the bottom. You're already seeing more applications launch as app chains. Because they're like, well, if the chain's the one that's going to uh, capture the value, then why don't I just be my own chain? Um, and so in a race to the bottom, you end up with a bunch of layer one protocols, as now we have a bunch of layer ones without solid dApps building out on top of them. And you have a whole bunch of chains that have just much higher overhead and perpetual costs that are completely impractical, where chains can't afford to keep validator sets, can't afford to keep enough um, like their own IBC relayers, stuff like that. It's... It, there has to be some kind of middle ground. And Archway is really perfectly positioned to be that middle ground where it can bootstrap these dApps, give it a, a solid layer one home where they don't have to have their own validators. They don't have to have their own blockchain. The blockchain's built in. You have Area 52 to handhold and help you write your first contract, help you make your first dApp. And then if your dApp is so sizable to the point where it's bogging down the network and you now have to worry about whether or not there's enough block space on the layer one, then you can go off and create a sister chain, uh, connect to uh, Archway through something like ICS if you need to. Um, but it's really, it provides that bootstrap period for somebody that doesn't have the time or the money to incentivize a bunch of validators and to um, have protocol engineers on staff when you just need to make a simple app. A lot of people think right now that app chains in themselves are more valuable just because they have higher costs. And that's a little bit weird to me. So talking about like, I guess like a reward systems and stuff like that, can can you guys explain how they actually work? Because there's three, right? There's the gas rebates, inflation, and the, the premiums. Can you guys walk, walk through how those actually work? Yes. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it will end up getting a little bit more complicated uh, when you yeah. see our econ paper come out. But right now, the idea is, uh, yes. Like, um, for example, Prop 51 on Juno, the idea of sharing like gas rebates, that's definitely a part of it, where part of the gas that gets spent goes directly to the contract creators, but also part of the um, inflation rewards themselves are reserved for the um, con contract creators, which is really, really the biggest progress, in my opinion. Um, going back to <laughs> economic philosophy, which I, I go to a lot, the idea of this monetaristic inflation, the idea of printing new tokens and the purpose behind it is to decentralize as many payments as possible for as long as you can. If we're all going to, in Web3, share in the success of the uh, of the protocol, then we should also share in the payments of it. And we do, we just don't recognize that. That just comes in the form of dilution. But the dilution should be used strategically instead of just incentivizing infrastructure provision in a way that doesn't actually raise the Nakamoto coefficient, in a way that doesn't actually incentivize decentralization. We can actually incentivize more than that. We can incentivize liquidity provision, which is the reason AstroVault's been built out uh, to allow that retroactively. We can incentivize external development. In this race to the bottom scenario I described in the last question, it ends up being that layer ones are only as successful as the applications that choose to build out on them which means that they all have to try to incentivize as many good dApps as they possibly can to build on them. And the only way to do that is to let them share in the rewards. And so Archway is really on the cutting edge, doing that with gas rebates, with inflation reserves, uh, reserve allocations, as well as these contract premiums where not all apps are created even uh, equally. You might have something that's very monetizable that won't be used nearly as often. And you can charge basically like a box office uh, how much uh, Archer would cost it, um, as an as a specific one time fee to access that contract that one time. Michael, any any thoughts? Would you like to add to that question? 
Tons of great stuff Eric just hit on. Um, maybe, maybe just to recap, right? The the um, the rewards in a, typical, in a typical proof of stake chain, the protocol rewards are, be, are, are being directed towards validators who then pass them on to their delegators. What we're doing is carving out a portion of those. And we're kind of saying like, what about developers? Developers are also really critical network participants. Um, they're, as, as Eric had hit on in passing, they're of course, contributing immense value to the underlying network, but they're not capturing or, or they're not directly capturing any of that value that they are directly helping create. And so we're carving out a portion of all three of those reward sources that Eric hit on, transaction fees, inflation, and contract premiums. Um, and we're splitting them up between staking rewards. So there's still a, a large portion that are, are being directed towards validators and delegators in order to secure the network. Um, but then we're redirecting a portion of those towards the developers and towards the dApps that are, um, as, as Eric had said, that are creating value, that are bringing usage to, um, to the underlying L1. And so for, for developers, right, that's, that's like allowing them to tap into these recurring reward streams. Um, it's giving them a stake in the underlying L1, which means if, you know, if the underlying protocol, if the underlying network is successful, they're able to participate in that, in that growth. Um, and then importantly, there's, there's a deep incentive alignment between the L1 archway and the DAP. If, if, if Archway wins and does well, the developer wins. And that, that isn't always the case with, with L1s. They're, they're often at odds. If, if you think of, of the developer building, even on, on something like Ethereum, um, you know, over the course of the last year, we've all probably seen gas fees of hundreds of dollars and, or, or worse. Um, you know, if you're, if you're a builder, if you're a developer, that very quickly becomes prohibitive both to you as a builder and the users of, of your product. Um, and again, it's, it's something where, you know, if you're, if you're a successful DAP builder, Ethereum, you're creating a lot of value for ETH, the underlying asset, but you're not capturing any of that. And so by baking developer incentives into the chain itself, um, it's a really nice way to, to really deeply align builders with the, the underlying network. Michael, can you can you give us an example of a basically like protocol that can use Archway to build out its app and um, like you know give us an example of like what the fees would look like depending on how they would set their 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 fees, their gas rebates. Yeah, actually, I would, Eric might be well suited for this as he's actually involved in in uh, one of the DApps that's building atop the protocol. Eric, you want to run with this one? Uh, yeah, so um, I mean, we'll be publishing types of calculators as well, so you can earn how much Arch. Um, you can see how much Arch you'd be earning based on different average transaction si uh, sizes, uh, how many transactions per month you'd be earning, what premium you choose to set. We've got all that set up in stock. Um, but for an example, some simulations we've done with Astro Vault, uh, we listed down five of the different contracts people will regularly interact with. Astro Vault again being an AMM being built out on Archway. And uh, just running simulations, we'll be like, okay, so minting the derivatives, we'll have an average transaction fee or an average transaction gas cost of 250000 swapping 700000 liquidity and stake, 1.4 million gas. And we can set up all these different numbers and then list out the different transactions per month. Then we can cross-reference that with the minimum consensus fee, which is a basically a, a price floor for gas, which is still quite low, um, but we can then... Yeah, calculate all how much you're expected to earn. And in our recent simulations, it's high six figures, low seven figures. And that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was just going to ask, is there like a calculator that people can use? Because like we got some builders in this space right now. We got Reese, we got Raccoons. Um, so it would like it would be nice to have like some sort of calculator instead of doing all the math because, you know, sometimes we get a little lazy. We, we can calculate it in terms of Arch and I'll be, uh, we will, Archway will be sharing those pretty soon. Um, yeah, I mean, Archway itself is not money, but it will be publicly tradable. So it's up to people to assume prices of the Arch token or um, the likes. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, by the way, we got Eric here, another co-founder of Cosmos Spaces. So let's not let's not get confused on which Eric gets called out. All right, we got Eric yeah, Io, and we got Eric. Michael got me nervous when he started asking me to explain this. I was like, uh oh. 
<laughs> Didn't see there's another Eric on here, so that's awesome. What's up, Eric? How are you? I'm doing good. Just excited to learn more about Archway. Welcome, welcome, dude. All right, I'm going to move on here because we got a lot of questions. <clears throat> Can you describe like the process of how you actually deploy uh, the protocol in Archway? Who do we reach out to if, for a builder? Um, is there some sort of grants that people can apply? Is it permissionless? All that good stuff. Okay. Yeah, the protocol itself is completely permissionless. So any and everyone is free to deploy. And if your contracts or your DAP is are successful in generating usage, then um, you know you'll start earning awards immediately. Um, but as far as the process around building and deploying, I think the the best starting point, depending, you know, whether you're you're new to Cosmwasm or even if you're a little more seasoned and experienced. Um, not too long ago, a few months back, we put out a tool called Area Fifty Two, which is a super fun interactive code school, kind of a, a code application that teaches you Cosmwasm rust contracts and basically like step by step how to build your own application within cosmos um it's super fun and super awesome so i highly encourage everybody to to go scope that out area-52.io um i think that's that's a good jumping off point um from there you know be definitely jumping into the discord we've got all of the core team members are in there um from the technical side of the house all the way to marketing and vd so like ready and uh, standing by to support in in whatever way folks need. Then we've got the docs. Um, you know, we, we've put as as exciting as Cosmosm is, and as much interest as there's been. Um, it hasn't always been easy to build, so that's one area that we've put a lot of love into um, our, our documentation. We've we've built out and launched our developer CLI, which is basically like all the scaffolding for. Cosmosm contracts. Um, we've got like, several DAP and contract templates, reference implementations for folks to fork and start tweaking away. Um, a whole a whole suite of tooling from like RPC endpoints, you know, local testing environments, faucets, all, all that fun stuff. So all the tools are there. Um, be sure to jump into the community. Um, we've got the test nets that are up and live and folks are building and deploying to. Um, and then, yeah, just be sure to, to reach out and connect with, with the core teams, Eric, myself, other folks at Phi Labs, um, folks at the Archway Foundation. Um, you know, we could, we could support with development. We could support with ideating on, you know, creative ways to leverage these protocol rewards, you know, in a way where, where, where you'd be able to, redirect them into your product or community in, in um, with a unique design. Um, and then, yes, gains. Also, you know, the foundation will be rolling out a, a grants program relatively soon. Um, we'll, of course, be able to help folks as they work their way towards launch, um, kind of amplify their reach, spread awareness, tap into our channels, our network, connect folks with the right partners. So just highly encouraged to get active in the communities and connect with the core teams cool cool you said you said permissionless right now yes. I, I don't i know you i know you've probably seen this on twitter where people are, have been talking about um dApps that are being built uh with without open source with closed source <clears throat> and if i want to if i want to build on archway it's permissionless so i can just deploy whatever protocol I want. But if I want to tap into some funding, does it matter if it's open source or closed source? I mean, how, how does all that work? I'm sure people are listening in that, that are interested too. Can you clarify funding? Do you mean funding like a grant? Yes, like a grant. Like a grant, yep. Yeah, so the, that's a, that program's actually being spun up now. And one of the... One of the requirements is open source, so that's that's one of the key pieces of the evaluation criteria. Um, that will probably have something released and published in before the end of the year, so probably in the next like two three weeks. Um, but I can confirm for sure that that open source is a is a firm requirement of the Archway Foundation's grants program. 
Eric. <clears throat> Sorry, not Eric I.O., but the other Eric. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Uh, yeah, that's definitely more of a mic question. Building an app, um, I mean, we were hoping to keep things as closed source as long as we can, but if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Uh, I I like that Kujira has the intention of having things go open source eventually, and I think that roadmaps towards that should be better enumerated, but I also understand the idea of wanting to um, maintain uh, intellectual sovereignty as long as you can, intellectual property, until you gain a market share. So, um, yeah, Archway is their stance, and we're going to abide by it. Awesome, Eric. Now, now to the other Eric, Eric Io. Get any other questions? Well, I was just, I was just gonna tell him. Like, I've actually recently started noticing like more people talking about Archway. Um, like not too long ago, just on Discord, I was uh, people were were trying to talk about like potential good projects to look into, and they were talking about Archway being a good place for like the best developers to go to, and they were kind of talking about. Archway being a thorn to Juno. Do you guys see yourself as like competitors with Juno or like how do you feel your relationship is with Juno? I I can kick off and then Eric feel feel free to jump in. But for for me, I I don't think everybody sees it the way I do. <laughs> Which is evident when you jump into to crypto Twitter and Cosmos Twitter on any random day, especially recently. Um but for me, I, I see Cosmos as positive sum, and like that's what attracted me to the ecosystem in the first place. So I, I see it as like the more projects, the better. And like if if someone's doing good work and building good tooling, infrastructure, user facing products, services, and it's pulling in, you know, what I mentioned earlier, more devs, more users, more assets, then I'm rooting for you. Um, and yeah, I, I think I think there's just people sleep on how much space, how much room for growth there is, and and they don't. It's easy to get lost in the noise and like the shit posting of crypto Twitter, but it's early days. It is extremely early days, and I think there's there's a room for growth uh, for everyone um, and cosmos would be better served with like more projects spinning up and and more people just focused on bringing in more builders um, as opposed to like you know i don't know being inwardly competitive which is yeah i think everybody's just kind of like sick of that to be honest i don't know is that just me eric what do you think I don't. I think I think competition is healthy. There has to be a little bit of competition. If not, you know, things won't grow. So if, if I was a if I was a dev, right, and I was either going to pick Juno or Archway, could you give me like the best pitch? <laughs> uh, if you're going to pit together between those two, um, I mean, it doesn't have to just be on one. Archway is l largely petitioning itself to be a profitable access point for interchain and uh, interchain accounts and multi-chain um, applications. But specifically between us and Juno, I guess it would be that we have really good documentation in Area 52 and the hand-holding in place, um, as well as the a, a lot of the original um, team stems from Ignite, stems from Tendermint. And we have the uh, top-down organization that while Juno has the, the beautiful decentralization in its ethos and in its uh, pragmatism, there is also something to be said for uh, order and uh, for structure if you're trying to build something from the ground up. Great question, Eric, too. Thanks for bringing that one up. That was like my one of my, my biggest questions for the team here because I, I know as soon as Prop 51 came out, they're like, oh, man, okay. So this kind of seems like what Archway is doing. Well... <laughs> Yeah, 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 it was a big talk for 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 a short while there. Yeah, Prop Fifty Two isn't nearly all of what separates Archway um, from a like just basic layer one, and also the way that we are positioning ourselves to be an interchain access point for multi-chain apps means that whether something's built on Juno, whether something's built on a Secret Network or Jackal or anywhere, like we could access it from Archway profitably. So, like really applications could be doubling up. We're seeing a lot more take place with interchange accounts. We're trying to build for the future, not just trying to take over the tiny, tiny market share of 
uh, the small current bear market we're we're building for what's going to come. Since we're on the topic of like um, props and governance and stuff like that, by the way, it was it was Prop Fifty One, if I'm not mistaken. I think you said Prop Fifty Two, but yeah, Area Fifty Two, my bad. Oh, okay, okay, Area Fifty Two. You're talking about Area Fifty Two. Got it. Um, how, how does Archway's govern governance model work? You know, can people that hold the Archway token can they participate in governance? Uh, yeah, Mike. I'll, I'll start with this one. Uh, so. We're super open to how how we structure Archway governance. I mean, right now, all the chains have pretty much taken what Adam created, which is um, beautiful and neat. But after watching what happened with the Cosmos Hub Prop 82, where over 50% passed with yes, however, the prop failed with no with veto. I know I've put out threads as well about like questioning how to best design governance. Like it's definitely not set in stone. We're not we're considering the economics of some previously in Cosmos as not being set in stone and having there be room for improvement. And we similarly view that to be the case with governance. So we, we would love to hear suggestions and we'd love to see community in, engagement and involvement. Whatever we launch with the um, initial iteration of Archway is very much subject to change. And we'd love to have the community foster and develop the, the parameters of our governance system uh, through DAO governance with the Arch token. So yes, we'll have very active DAO governance. And we're, we're really excited to see where us as a decentralized ecosystem uh, is led by the community. Michael, would you like to add to that? Eric summed it up nicely. I think it'll look familiar to Cosmos folks in in the early days, given that it's it's based on the governance module. Um, But yeah, I think we've all come around to the fact that they're, they're, it's this is imperfect and we all need to iterate upon that. And so, um, yeah, that's something we'll, we'll be actively pushing through the community. I think we, we've also, we've explored some, some directions within the community that resemble a bit more of like representative and delegated democracy. Um, not strictly based on validators, but like actually decoupling the two where you have delegates that are, are strictly focused on governance um, rather than direct democracy because we've seen lots of lots of issues with that in the not too distant past. Um, but this is just one potential direction. I think it's it's ultimately something that will will have to be run come from the community, run through the community, um, and ironically enough, go through governance. Thanks, Michael. Eric Io, you got any other questions before I move on? Regarding um, governance and stuff like that? No, not about governance. So I have a couple more questions, but I'll save it whenever we kind of reach those topics. Cool, cool. Um, since since we can like um set our own uh contract fees and stuff like that with Archway, have you guys thought about uh potential like spam attacks and how are those being handled? I'm reading through the light paper right now and <clears throat> I see that yeah. There, there has been uh, some some thoughts there about attackers spamming the chain. Yes, uh, you're asking questions right up my alley, and I'm excited to see how much I can put in the econ paper. I'd love to even talk to you after this and show you some really, really cool simulations. But um, there will be some things that crypto people are familiar with that Cosmos people may not be familiar with um, in the modularity behind uh, behind block size, behind a gas fee structuring in ways where spam attacks are not only not profitable, but that they have to, um, yeah, they have to burn significant amounts of arch to uh, continue for any duration of time. Uh, but while even though there will be minimum consensus fee fees will still be really low, uh, the, the chain's utility is looking really, really good where it's properly set up to um, to capitalize uh, from from the utility it provides. Whereas if the block chain is highly utilized that the supply of arch deteriorates more quickly and um that's that's fantastic news for value capture with the arch token but also where it's very usable you're not going to get these 400 dollars gas fees that you're seeing on ethereum or whatnot uh, in addition to just having so many so much higher tps so um yeah great question we are safe from it that's also one of the reasons we're not super concerned about other people adding gas rebates like that's something that should be more standard especially with with what it does to lower the barrier of entry for applications being built on layer ones. But um, Archway specifically is 
poised very, very nicely and safely. Uh, I wanted to ask about gas rebates. I, I think not a lot of people know that you guys do gas rebates that are split with the validators and with developers. And um, could you explain like what, like how you guys came up with that idea and how are you seeing it benefiting the protocol? Eric, I think you kind of walked in there a little late, maybe because he walked us through part of that in the beginning, but that's fine. Like there's some new, there's some new listeners. So please go ahead. Um, current plans for a, um, yeah, we, that will likely be the case when Archway is first launched. Um, but the plans are being set up where the gas rebates will no longer be going back to the validators unless the validators themselves have enough contracts that are being used. Um, but rather combating it with um, portions being burned as well that are subject to change. So there, there will be a lot more information coming out about this. Light paper was kind of more of a um, generic vision, but the... Uh, the technicalities having to avoid things like spam attacks or civil attacks um, at scale have led to a couple minor changes. Gotcha. Th- gotcha. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. All right, moving on. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else do I got here. I have uh, how does Archway's technical design ensure high performance and scalability for DApps? you get that question uh how does sorry how, how does, does archway enable scalability yeah yeah so um i mean we'll have really high tps we have all the um wonderful wonderful bases that cosmos sdk starts us off with uh in addition to being economically scalable which is fantastic um in addition to having built-in business models set up for um applications which is fantastic so there will be great um yeah great extra ability there uh where it does hit a wall where if the gas fees are like significantly high and the blocks are full and it does it would not stop people from being able to use it but it would make the um eventually the gas fees would get expensive things like ethereum because that's what happens when you successfully capture the value with a token and as that happens we could see more applications uh say that they're ready that they have enough built-in revenue that they're not reliant on archway anymore that they are bootstrapped that they're ready to be an app chain Kind of foster their growth, and then we uh, facilitate uh, them ad- adopting to join ICS potentially through Archway uh, or through the cat- uh, Atom Hub or something. But kind of evolving them, hatching the egg into being their own app chain. What is what is the uh, block time for Archway? <laughs> right now, uh, right now it's still. Um, about six seconds, a little bit under. We're toying with making it a little bit faster, but uh, it won't be like super, super agoric fast, but it will be on the faster side of the base Cosmos L1s. Cool, cool. Because block time does does matter for, I guess, like gaming platforms. <clears throat> so thanks. Thanks for answering that question. And can you talk to us about the uh, Fonda DAO platform? Sorry, one more time. Okay, Fund, Fund, Dow. I've seen that in the light paper too. Can you guys talk to us about that? Uh, so I, I think this was one of a few examples that was thrown out just around what you could potentially do with the rewards that are accruing at your, your contracts, your, your DAPS contracts. And so the, it, you know, it, it, I'm not sure if this point was, was made, but as as a dap is generating usage and therefore generating rewards it's entirely up to the developer to choose what to do with with those rewards the developer and or their community and so they could sort of treat it as a traditional business model where they kept the rewards themselves and you know just kind of treat it as revenue or they much more interestingly could like redirect those rewards into their products and or their communities. Um, and so what you're probably seeing in the light paper is that the list of potential applications or use cases for redirecting those rewards. And so those those could be things like using them to seed liquidity incentives within a DEX or a bar lend protocol. Um, you could use the rewards to subsidize gas uh, on behalf of end users. 
as your contracts generating rewards, you're just like funneling and recycling that straight back into um, into the DAP, into the application to, to subsidize future um, transaction fees. And one of the examples is to fund a DAO. So basically all, all rewards generated off a given contract, just redirecting those back to the community, presumably via a DAO. Thanks. We got uh, Cosmos Joe up here. Joe, you got any questions for the Archway team? Uh, yeah, I was on and off of this. So if, if you already answered it, just you don't have to answer it again. But I was just curious if at launch, if you're going to distribute your token by airdrop and if you're going to use a method that's similar to what's already been done, or are you going to do it a slightly different way? Yeah, we're uh, early open to an airdrop. What do you guys want? Ooh, okay. I like it. I like it. The reason why the reason why I'm asking is because it seems like the airdrops are just gonna, you know, they're gonna get the people that are already using different Cosmos chains. I was just curious to see if you had any way to target either airdrop or just marketing or another way, target people from other ecosystems to come test out the chain, use whatever protocol is gonna launch first. I just curious. We are very, very strongly considering it. Um, we are leaning towards some kind of airdrops being done, and we're very open to how they're implemented. So uh, honestly, we would genuinely love feedback on what ecosystems you think would be best to airdrop to, what communities you think best align with our vision and would be interested in using Archway, where we can get the best ROI with the marketing budget that an airdrop is, but also there will be a substantive um, community pool where um, this could also stem from. So like, it doesn't have to be Bylab saying that there's going to be an airdrop. It really is a decentralized ecosystem where um, the decentralized community can choose it. But yes, we are very open. So 100% to the Joe chain. <laughs> I, I was just, just going to say, I'm, I'm the one that was bothering you in Telegram a couple of weeks ago about uh, about the DEX and the DEX tokens, and I'm still looking into that. So I'd love to uh, have a chat about that in a couple of weeks when I actually understand it. I can see Reese smiling right now. <laughs> Reese is the father of the Joe Shane. It's not me. Oh, yeah, you're just the face of Dope One. Close enough. Gosh, does Dope One still have his PFP with your face on it, Joe? And, and Pupmos is on there, too. Oh, my gosh. Good grief. This, uh, the last month of this crazy year is like almost like, uh, like a Tim Burton movie. Everything just makes no sense at all. <laughs> well, it may be the nightmare, but Christmas is right around the corner. We're we are close to mainnet, and I, I do mean it. Do join the Archway Discord and let us know what communities you think we should be airdropping to uh, and what uh, applications you guys would like to see on Archway. Uh, you guys are mentioning the idea of funded DAO. Uh, my, honestly, my favorite project on Juno is DAO. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And once that incorporates some of what also makes Archway um, like a little bit special will be really cool as you now have DAO DAOs that are setting up, governing other DAOs automatically structuring what to do with the rewards that come in, what kind of premiums they can set. Like there's just a lot more levels of customization that um, are, are geared towards sustainability that just from an economic philosophical mindset that I approach things with is just fascinating and really fun to me. Cool. I'll definitely jump in that discord in a week or two and we could uh, chit chat a little. Hey, Eric and Michael, how close are you guys to launching? How close? Give us like a, ballpark no no hard date because we are we already know what happens when we give, give a firm date yeah we it, it'll be early next year so q1 of next year we've we are in the final preparations there's the last few things to get in order one of which we were just chatting through about possible distribution avenues of the token at launch um that that's a, a fairly Fairly big one, um, but we, we have we're, we're just wrapping up the core protocol audit at the moment um, with our friends at Halborn. Everything's looking good. We're we're like just about there with the audit, um, which is a big milestone. And yeah, just wrapping up as much as we can before the holidays, and then once the new year kicks in, all eyes are on mainnet in the months that follow. Good, good to hear. Good to hear. So, meanwhile, meanwhile, these audits are happening. Um, it's too early for people that want to deploy on Archway to get a hold of you guys, or how does that work? Because I know the raccoons 
the raccoons, uh, they would love to see raccoon bet on Archway, especially if the developers can set their own like fee sharing module. Uh, no, they, I know they're listening. Y'all have blackjack? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we will. There are quite a few teams building out right now. I actually just started out um, the Arch In podcast. So I, I think we've got them here. In, I don't know if they're still in the room, but if you look up at Arch In underscore pod, uh, we'll be talking to more of the core teams building out. And then next week, we'll have an interview coming out with Ethan, um, my business partner and the CEO of High Vault, building out Astro Vault. Um, but we'll be talking to Liquid Finance. And there are a lot of really good teams building out on Archway as well. We would love to talk to the raccoons. And trust me, anything anyone that's doing any kind of betting application, I would I will very, very happily um, talk to you guys and see what we can come up with and see if uh, I can game your system. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Eric, I.O., got any other questions for the team here? Uh, no, not right now. Um, I'm just joining their Discord, actually. <laughs> uh, Take me a second. But no, I know the further questions. I see that uh, Sheik is requesting to talk, though. Yeah, we'll bring him up, and then but before that, we'll go with Joe. I think uh, yeah, has just, a question. Just quick question, and you guys don't have to name the chain, but do you think that there was like a a glaring mistake that one of the newer Cosmos chains made that you guys are going to be able to avoid when you launch of course don't name the chain i was just curious mike this is all you man <laughs> um tough questions joe you're a tough customer here I, I think you know we're in we're in the thick of of our airdrop designing and and have an acute appreciation of just the um the need to to really hone in on on relevant recipients and and really key in on folks that we think are going that that we can activate and will be meaningfully contributing to the protocol. Um, what whether those are builders or or just just community members, um, we're thinking long and hard and running lots of numbers and and looking at at lots of communities. Um, and, and being extremely careful around just the, the levels of distribution and the um, kind of the models around um, who and how much the distributions will amount to. What, what is great is that Archway is a chain designed for and by innovative uh, economists. So a lot of the economic uh, issues that we may have seen on other chains or in Web3 or in crypto in general um, will be avoided by very, very strong like economic pen testing by, by us. And to your question, Joe, it's like everybody fucks up the airdrop. It's really hard to do. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm asking about the airdrop because like it's almost like Cosmos community is desensitized to airdrops like it used to be the greatest thing ever and now people just expect to get them and that doesn't help the teams that are launching something new right so i was just wondering what you guys had to say about that i figure the airdrops pretty pretty tough you guys mind if we take a few more questions we got reese up here we got um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna bomb your name dude Sheik. Sheik. is it Sheik? sorry dude yeah, Sheik, you're up here. You, you can uh, you can ask, you can ask a question. Can you guys hear? Yeah, did I did I bomb your name? Uh, sure, you got it right. What's your question, man? Well, my question is uh, like I saw uh, the chain was built of customers, so I was kind of uh, we have a lot of chain, and uh, how do you guys kind of plan to onboard more people to customers chain? In general, how do you plan to onboard more people to the Cosmo chain? Is that your question? Yes. Okay. Go ahead, Michael or Eric. So I would say broadly, just by by pushing forward this this new design space and this this new area that we're experimenting in around uh, in economic incentives and and new ways to distribute value amongst network participants within a given system, um, this time around focused on developers. Um, so really pushing that forward in addition to 
to your to your specific point on onboarding, doing a lot around tooling and education. And again, I think Area Fifty Two is a great example um, where Cosm Wasm is mighty and powerful and full of potential, but it's relatively inaccessible at the moment. And so we're working really hard to to build out tons of resources to open that up to more people and and help help bring in more folks and get them building in Cosmosm, building and shipping great products based on Cosmosm. And and building on what Mike said, by by being properly resourced and by having the the ability and um, the resources really to have a forethought approach where you are looking years on the road instead of just getting by a month at a time. Uh, we've been setting up really strong partnerships with blockchain clubs at quite a few different universities to onboard the newest talent coming on, uh, coming up through colleges, getting them set up with partners that we're running hackathons with uh, and setting them all the way up then through area 52, be like, get the young people who are ready, wanting to build a way for themselves, wanting to get into this web three. We're too young, missed out on the early opportunities with Bitcoin and Ethereum, but have these DAP ideas and show them how to build dApps, walk walk them through it, hold their hands on building a dApp in basic Cosmosm with just a couple extra added modules that we have in Archway, all the way through having their own dApp and then eventually having their own app chain should they choose to go that route. So we we will be a very, very large player for um, growing the entire Cosmos ecosystem just by how we're approaching things strategically through Archway. Oh, so I, I know what this is. So do you have kind of a community where people can join and put on their own suggestion and get the feedback from your community. You guys are on Discord, right? On Telegram? Yes, definitely. Yeah, just pop over to archway.io. That's probably easiest. And those have the Discord and uh, or that site will have the Discord and and Telegram and Twitter links for you. Okay. Oh, right now that's just why I have to ask. So thank you very much for answering my question and taking me up to ask. Thank you. Thanks for coming up here, dude. And if you have any other questions, just drop them down in the comments or yeah, just join their Discord and Telegram. Um, I'll go to Reese. What's going on, Reese? Hey, guys. So I just want to ask a couple of questions related to Archway. I do just want to preface that I do have a conflict of interest as I work on Juno and was actually the one who wrote the fee share module. But just a couple of broad questions for Archway. Um, Eric, earlier you said that Astroport decks will be doing high six figures, low seven figures on Archway. Is that in US dollars or in the Arch token? Uh, Astro Vault and in the Arch token. Got it. Um, okay, so then my other question is, how does Archway plan to add more features given the dangerous nature of editing gas with Tinderman? I'll say, so we have some of the core team. We're very fortunate to have um, um, given given our roots in the Tendermint team. uh, Some of our engineering team were in the thick of supporting the Cosmos SDK and some other key infrastructure. Um, So it will be no easy feat, but the devs have a very clear path and a clear view on how to actually implement Eric's genius economic design. But it'll take some work, Reese. Point. Got it. Yeah, because I just figured since you guys have had so many different audits and the fact that like editing gas is dangerous, each person can change gas, you know, the likelihood of a chain halt if like, I know you guys have spent a lot of time on the current thing, but if you want to add an implementation, you have to work through all testing and write a bunch more tests than what a standard Cosmos chain has. So I just see that as extra risk, um, you know, and especially for things such as where you're sending an extra amount, like where the, the contract developer can add this required gas on top of it and they get that 100% uh, of that of that added gas. Well, you know, contracts already have an amount field that you can just pass through anyway that's already built into Kepler. And so I just, I see some things as being like over-engineering and just added risk to the ecosystem because of these dangerous, you know, tweaks with Tendermint. So those are just my, my uh, skepticisms that I have there. Uh, yeah, thank you for voicing those. And that's, that's absolutely true for the generic gas rebates. But then when you get to more complicated things like tracking percentage base of, um, of inflation rewards, we do have our own built modules, which will be open source soon enough. So um, it'll be fun for you to dive in with our technical paper, which we wrote already, uh, which we'll be publishing pretty soon. Um, but yeah, there there is a lot more technicalities at play. It's not trivial, and that's why it's taken this much time to to build and launch Archway. But I'm glad you're interested, and um, it will it'll be very fun. Any more questions, Reese? 
Nope, that's all I had. Most of my other questions I had was whenever I was doing the technical interviews with them. So most of my stuff was covered, but those are just a couple of things that popped up now. Cool, cool. Um, we got CJ up here. What's going on, CJ? Hey, guys. Pleasure. Um, Eric, Mike, thanks for doing the space. This has been super uh, informative and helpful. And uh, yeah, my thunder got taken a little bit. I was going to ask about um, which avenues or venues have been really successful for onboarding or finding new developers to build on Archway. And it sounds like those blockchain clubs and hackathons have been productive. So I guess my question, I'll phrase a little bit differently. Um, for the next year in 2023, do you expect to be like doubling down on those if they've been tremendously successful? Or is the focus going to be on like finding additional levers to pull um, for sourcing those developers to build on Archway? I think it'll be a, a bit of each. It's, it's, um, we'll, we'll continue to those, those channels, but um, I don't think we could rely solely on them. So there's a necessary experimentation that, that we'll be pursuing. Um, and we're, we're spinning up a number of programs in the new year um, that we, we did some, some lightweight tests last year around hacker houses um, and in-person developer academies. Um, and we think there's a lot of potential there as well. So I think we'll we'll couple those with the blockchain education clubs, as well as a few other channels. But constant experimentation, seeing what works, what doesn't, double down a bit. But I think we'll need a, a diverse collection of channels in order to um, yeah, find find fertile grounds of hungry developers. Cool. Thanks, Mike. And hey, guys, I do have to give you a nice little shout out here because I really appreciated that you were able to um, bring Eduardo to a Cosmos Espanol space. I think it's much needed that we also tap into like, you know, Spanish speakers, because I know there's a lot of people that are interested in learning more about blockchain technology, learning about the Cosmos ecosystem, different, different protocols in Cosmos. So just, just want to give you guys a big thank you for, for uh, joining that space. That was, that was really nice of y'all. Yeah, of course. We'll let Eduardo know. He's, He's a true legend, so we'll we'll pass it along. Thanks for having him, Eric. I, you got any other questions, bro? And if anybody else has questions, uh, I think right now we're we're getting close to that one hour mark. So uh, right now it's the time to request to speak for any final questions. If not, just drop them in the comments. No, I was just looking at their at their website. I did notice um, something on their frequently asked questions. Where it talked about tokens and it, I just wanted to clarify. I, I, w I wasn't sure what it was referring to. Where it says uh, tokens, and then it had a bunch of countries that you wouldn't be giving tokens to. What is that referring to? Like it, like it had the U.S., uh, China. Yep. Yeah, those are prohibited jurisdictions, I believe, based on the OFAC sanctions list. And so, for instance, we ran an incentivized test net a couple months back, and um, you know there was a series of challenges with with prizes and tokens. Um, and unfortunately, folks from those jurisdictions were not able to. They were able to participate in the test net, but not able to actually receive tokens because we're unable to distribute tokens within those jurisdictions because they, um, yeah, for for legal reasons. You gotcha. So um, just, I guess, for anyone out there, how does like an airdrop kind of like bypass something like that? Or or does it? Uh, so I, I think oh, I am not a legal expert, but I believe that <laughs> there wouldn't be Phylabs doing an airdrop. We'd have a, the community kind of vote and see what they want to take place from an airdrop because this is a decentralized ecosystem. Phylabs is a contributing team, but Archway isn't even all that they do. And they're far from being the only contributors to the Archway protocol. So really just if the community deems that that's how we want to use community funds and that's something the community can do, that's just one of the reasons it's so open-ended. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys. I thought we had the uh, raccoon team come up here for a quick second, and then they dropped down. Maybe they were having connection issues. Did you see that, Eric? Io? Yes. Yeah, I did see that. They were up here, and then they disappeared. 
Okay, let me so check my DMs. Was, I bet it was connected. Yeah, let me check my DMs in case I have a question. Hold on. Okay, sounds good. I want to say also, y'all's website is pretty amazing. It looks so smooth. It's really good. So it's pretty pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's improved a lot since uh, the beginning, since we've been following Archway. Thank you. Appreciate that. We'll we'll pass that along to our design team. The uh, yeah, the initial version was pretty rough. Little gains. <laughs> we, yeah, that. we set a low bar, and now we're we're where we need to be. I, I remember Gritz was complaining about it like nonstop. Remember that, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> oh he, my. God. Yeah, he he jumped into our Discord and let us know few times <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all i don't have any other questions and i don't know if the raccoon team will come back here again so i think this is it guys thank thank you so much is there any anything else that we forgot to ask y'all you wanted to talk about i just wanted to remind people like if they have any other further questions you know join their telegram join their discord and like they're very approachable and uh they can they can get your questions answered so i want to thank them for coming today and just sharing what archway is with us thank you guys so much for the opportunity uh, archway does not have a community telegram right now but if you guys are big telegram people like like myself feel free to join the astro vault telegram we'll be around there we're it's pretty quiet right now but we're uh we're chilling. we have some good times but the archway discord is super super active uh and fun and engaging so uh hop in the archway discord and join there and we're always accessible and uh, do check out the Argen podcast. We're going to be having a new segment coming every Wednesday as well, bringing uh, Cosmos news as well as some news from outside Cosmos. So we've got Valeria bringing some awesome, awesome updates weekly starting tomorrow morning. Yes, and go uh, go check out Area 52 if you want to tinker with Cosmosm and start building your own apps. Um, and uh, yeah, outside of that, thanks, thanks guys for having us. Again, really appreciate it. Um, it was good to chat and, um, yeah, we'll do it again soon. No problem. Yeah. I would, I would like to see a telegram just cause I, I mainly use telegram discord, not so much. So if you guys can get a telegram up and running, that'd be awesome. But Hey, um, thank you guys for coming to the, the space. Appreciate it. Uh, for those that are listening, if you love, uh, you know, these spaces where you get to learn about a protocol, please, please, please help, um, the Cosmos spaces team out by delegating to seven of our validators we validate on multiple chains so we would really appreciate it and then uh, also follow the cosmos spaces twitter profile to get more information on where you can stick with us thank you guys appreciate it have a great night eric thanks for helping me co-host and reese thanks for asking questions uh appreciate it and thanks to cosmos joe for asking those tough eric drop questions too <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah all right good night everyone Good night, everybody. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Archway AMA, Rewarding Architects of Web3, hosted by Lil Gaines with Cosmo Spaces, recorded on Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Now with Spark IBC enabled. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded
get into the shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble